Chapter 37. Nice to finally meet you. Let me carry some of your things, Alberto offered. Not to worry, I'm fine, I replied. No, really, I'd like to, he insisted. I'm not carrying a lot of weight right now. Besides, I see that you're lumping a bit. We were on our way to Vevi, along a quiet road that undulated gently. I had somehow overstretched my left calf during one of our many climbs, and despite my best efforts to keep my weight off of it, it still hurt terribly. Alberto persisted in his pleas until I finally gave him my water bottle, my camera, phone, and small bag of toiletries. They weighed no more than one kilogram, but I felt the difference immediately and walked more comfortably. Alberto walked beside me most of the day, pacing me, keeping my attention on our rhythm, distracting me from my pain. Occasionally, I would glance over and notice him looking at me with soft intensity. I felt myself weakening in his presence and felt stirrings of desire that confused me. What is happening to me? I scolded myself. I cannot believe I'm even considering the possibility of being with him. I'm not even attracted to him. Or am I? How can I even be thinking it? We arrived in Vevi, having walked a solid 24 kilometers, but my left calf now burned with pain. I was happy to find an open hostel where I immediately showered and then sat on my bed to massage my calf. It was too sensitive to touch, so I stretched it as gingerly as I could and reached for an ibuprofen tablet. Alberto came out of the shower and sat on his bed, watching me in silence. Would you like me to massage your calf? He asked. I gave him a suspicious look. I've told you that I know massage, he continued. I offered it once before and you almost bit my head off because you were so angry at me. That day I swore never to offer it to you again. I hesitated, trying to weigh the hidden motives behind his tempting offer. I finally reasoned that anything that could heal my calf would help me walk better the next day. And so choosing to trust his purest intentions, I accepted his offer. I rolled my pant legs to my knees, lay down on my stomach, turned my head to one side, and closed my eyes. I heard him rub his hands rapidly together and felt their warmth on my calf. He gently caressed the area, spreading the olive oil. His thumbs pressed gently into the base of my calf muscle, then traveled up almost to my knee. I winced in a mixture of pain and pleasure, trying to contain my groans but finally releasing them into the pillow. Over and again, he repeated the motion, each time more deeply, until my calf melted under his touch. When he rested his open hands on my calf, I felt a penetrating heat that radiated all the way up my leg. It got cold when he pulled his hands away, and I wished that he would put them back. I stayed with my eyes closed, bathing in the sensations. When I opened my eyes, Alberto was lying on his bed, gazing at me wistfully. Can I please hold your hand? He asked softly. He looked so sad that, without even thinking, I responded, yes. I rolled over onto my back and slid to the edge of my bed, 
I reached my hand into the divide that separated our beds and placed it in his waiting hand. I wanted to hug him, but feared the consequences of such a simple act. In the confused state he was in, an increasingly unstable state I was in, I thought it better to simply hold his hand. What are you thinking? he whispered. I was thinking you could use a hug, I whispered, mentally kicking myself for my response. I would very much like that, he said, his voice filled with emotion. I stared at the ceiling for a long while and then said, okay. Alberto joined me on my bed and we sat facing each other. My heart beat wildly. I was no longer worried about how Alberto would feel when we embraced, but rather how I would feel. His gaze filled mine, the light in his green eyes shimmering. I awkwardly placed my hands around his neck. He wrapped his arms around my waist and pulled me closer. Our heads rested on each other's shoulders. His heart raced as furiously as mine, but we did not move, and I wasn't sure if we were breathing. I waited for sparks to fly, for passion to take over. But the longer I held him, the quieter my heart became, the more tranquil I felt. This feels very odd to say, I said softly, pulling away, but I feel strangely calm with you. I don't understand why. I'm sorry. Alberto lowered his gaze and then slowly released me to lie back on his bed. Thank you for being honest, he said. I had tried to touch the fire, only to discover there was no fire there in the first place. I was contented at the success of our little experiment and more confident than ever in the knowledge that I can now concentrate on my walk without distraction. The 28-kilometer walk into Arnisa the following day was long, made longer by the distance between Alberto and I. We hardly spoke, and when we did, it was strained. The previous evening's experience had clarified my feelings, but I wasn't sure it had done the same for him. The cold freeze continued into Edessa the following day. The road was narrow with no shoulder, and we were sharing it with cars and trucks that drove way too quickly. The heat was stifling, and mixed with exhaust fumes made breathing difficult. Our only reprieve were the fruit vendors that now dotted our path, selling the various fruits of the season. We stopped at one and enjoyed a large bag of strawberries and cherries under the shade of a heavenly fig tree. We easily found a hostel in this large town and treated ourselves to pizza for dinner. Our camaraderie had returned making for an enjoyable evening. Back in our room, I could feel that my stomach was queasy. I tried to ignore it, but gradually felt the need to vomit. I rushed to the bathroom and dropped on the cold tile floors, my head poised over the toilet. Alberto hurried after me. I heaved and heaved, but nothing came out. I felt the cold sweat on my forehead and began to shake. Alberto held on to me and helped me lie down on the floor. 
I curled up into a ball and hugged myself, the tiles refreshing my clammy skin. I heaved over and again and sat up each time, but could not vomit. Alberto spoke soothingly, reassuringly, and tried to convince me to stick my fingers down my throat. I shook my head vigorously. I hated vomiting. It was always a tremendous effort. I breathed deeply, trying to keep the vomit down, but couldn't. I finally felt it rising up into my throat, but I only had enough energy to crawl to the stand-up shower. Alberto was on his knees with me, holding my hair out of my face and rubbing my back. The smell of it was overpowering and only made me vomit some more. Alberto held on to me with one hand and with the other, turned on the shower tap and washed my face, my neck, my mouth. I am so sorry, I kept repeating between my tears. Don't worry, he soothed, I'm here. You'll feel better soon. I vomited once more. Alberto held me tightly and again washed me. I watched in growing embarrassment as he cleared the drain with his fingers from all that had already accumulated. Suddenly, I felt a gurgling in my stomach and ordered Alberto to leave as he helped me onto the toilet. I groaned in agony as cramps swept through me. What came out was liquid. My teeth chattered and I could not stop trembling. At the sound of the toilet flushing, Alberto knocked on the door and came in. He helped me to the sink and washed my hands and face as I leaned against the sink for support. He brought me my toothbrush, forcing me to brush my teeth to get the taste out of my mouth. I followed his instructions without thinking or questioning, happy to have him here with me at that moment. With my body still trembling, Alberto led me to my bed, helped me under the sheets and covered me with several blankets. I closed my eyes and heard Alberto cleaning up the mess in that bathroom. Alberto, don't. I called out weakly. I'll clean it up later. Just rest, he called back. I'm almost finished. I fell into an exhausted sleep. When I awakened, it was dark. I had no concept of time, only that I had slept for a long while. The pressure in my stomach had eased, and I felt much better. I glimpsed Alberto on the balcony, gazing out onto the street, and felt even more embarrassed, knowing that he had cleaned my vomit. It was a wretched task at the best of times, and barely tolerable when it was my own. I had only ever done it with people I loved. As I watched him on the balcony, I realized that only love would do what he did. Warm tears slid down my face, melting my resolve. Seeing that I was stirring, Alberto came into the room and sat beside me on the bed. Thank you, I said. It's nothing, he replied, his eyes filled with caring in what I had refused to see before. Love. His hand caressed my hair and smoothed some strands off my face. He gently wiped away my tears and caressed my face, his hand warm and his touch as soft as a feather. It all felt so good. I held out my hand and whispered, Please stay with me. He kissed my hand, 
slipped in beside me and lay on his side, facing me. He gently kissed my forehead, his lips barely touching my skin. He kissed one eye, and then the other. He kissed my nose. He kissed one cheek, and then another. I wanted to weep for the love and tenderness with which he was treating me. I reached up and gently kissed his lips. Time seemed to stop. I closed my eyes and again kissed him. Something felt familiar. I gazed into his eyes, trying to see behind them to glimpse a timeless moment of recognition. Alberto's face momentarily changed and I had a fleeting image of someone I knew, someone close and beloved, but the image disappeared. Bursting with emotion, I pulled him to me and hugged him tightly. I know you, I whispered in confusion and joy. We spent the rest of that night in bed, touching, exploring, feeling. There was a magic and chemistry between us that took my breath away. Electricity shot out from every part of my body. I had never experienced anything like it before. And Alberto was certainly the last man I would have expected to feel it with. We did not have sex that night. We didn't need to. The love that we made was infinitely more powerful than anything physical could have ever offered. As he wrapped his body around mine for the night, he whispered into my ear, It's nice to finally meet you.